Welcome to the Law of Attraction podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Graziano, previously Grano. I'm so excited to bring you the latest wisdom and science from leading experts and world-class speakers from around the globe to teach you how to manifest your goals in love, career, financial abundance, and have anything you want in life. I'm the creator of the world-renowned Meditational Behavioral Synchronicity Method, the MBS Method. By listening to this podcast, you will learn how to refocus your mindset and rewire your thought process in simple, tangible exercises that you can begin right here, right now, simply by pressing play. So many people don't understand that social media followers do not mean customers. And even when they do get the followers, and there are people that I know that have 10, 20, 30, 50,000 social media followers, they haven't been able to turn that into dollars. And you have obviously cracked this code. So what is that missing piece? The missing piece is understanding how to optimize your Instagram account, how to optimize your Clubhouse account, how to optimize your leads that are coming in and translate those into revenue. Once you understand the key parts of it, making it a one-way dialogue and turning it into a two-way dialogue, you understand how to turn your social media into a two-way dialogue, you can sell anything. Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. We are honored today to have Natasha Grano on the show. Welcome. Hi, I'm so excited to be here, Esty. I'm loving your show. And, you know, it's an honor to, to be amongst these wonderful people and here today with you. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm honored to have you. And guys, Natasha and I have been chatting. Um, <laughs> we couldn't even start the recording. We were having so much fun talking. So in case you don't know, somehow, uh, Natasha is a global influencer with millions of followers on social media. She's a leading thought leader to the new generation motivational speaker, best-selling author, and number one social media expert. Her wisdom went viral on social media and has generated over 100 million views and millions of followers, making her one of the most respected names in her field online internationally. Drawing on her experiences, Natasha shows you how to use your network to create your net worth and elevate yourself and your business to the highest level. She's on a mission to mentor, empower, and draw the full potential out of every person with a promise that positivity, proactiveness, and heartfelt passion in whatever it is you're doing is a sure way to get the very best out of life. I love it. I love it. Uh, You and I really, really do have a lot in common. Okay, so take me back. Where did you come from to land here? Wow, I mean, this is a real journey. So (laughs) I did definitely not start here. Five years ago, I went through the worst year of my life. I was all in space in one year, thrown out on the street by my ex-husband. He literally said, like, divorced, child, took everything from me. I had nothing. I was broke. I'd lost all my money I built in my business. I had absolutely nothing. And then I got an illness. 
I just given birth to a baby who I'm basically carrying around on the streets. And finally my parents take me in and I move back in with my family. And then I get this illness and I'm bed bound. So in the space of one year, I am at a financial low, a spiritual low, a mental low, an emotional low in every single way I've hit rock bottom. From that place of hitting rock bottom, I then found tools which would then navigate me through life and tools which would later go on to be my MBS method, which I didn't know at the time would be my MBS method, but they did go on to be this. And I would use these things to heal myself. That's where I began. I was just okay. uh, going through trauma, basically. And, and it's from that- Who were you before five years ago, though? What were you doing before it all fell apart? Oh, I was, I've always had a social media marketing company and I was okay. doing that and influencing and all of this kind of thing. Got it. And then that fell apart. Yeah. And Can then, I ask what, what fell it apart? Yeah, the divorce was the main thing. The divorce, being so unhappy, being just so low, just so depressed, so down because everything, it just hits you at one time. But we, as we know, when pain hits you, whether it's physical, emotional, spiritual, or mental pain, it is just a sign to say, you're going in the wrong direction, honey. You got a U-turn. And so when all of this shit hit me, I knew something is going wrong here. I just need to wake up and smell the coffee. And I did. But it was only that. adversity that I was able to be who I am today. You know, one year after, only one year after healing myself, physically, emotionally, and mentally actually, not spiritually yet, but one year of healing myself, I built a million followers on Instagram and I made a million dollars. And that was the start of my comeback. I love that. Can you break down because there are so many people. So it goes in two ways, right? There are people who don't understand at all that followers don't automatically translate to money. I just had a call with yesterday. I'll call with someone yesterday um, who was like, okay, so I'm going to hire this Instagram manager because I don't really like social media and she's going to get me followers. Do you think I should do it? I said, well, what comes next? How are you going to translate those followers to customers? She's like, what? No, but I'm going to have followers. I'm like, uh-huh, I, I get that. Did you think through the customer journey from follower to paying client? She's like, doesn't that happen automatically? Uh-uh. Right. And then we all know many social media influencers, even once we give that quotes, but felt rude, who can have 10, 20, 30, 200,000 followers and have no idea how to translate that into money. So you clearly do. How did you do that? Okay, so there's so many different methods for this. You've got to know how to translate your followers into leads, into revenue. So you don't just leave them there as a one-way dialogue. Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is all my mindset teachings. This is what I want to help you with. No, no, no. You make it a two-way dialogue the whole way. The customer journey is so important on social media because it's your business card. That's why the followers are important because as soon as somebody says, hey, what's the name of your business or what's your name? If you are the umbrella, you are the, the main trophy, then the first thing they do is they go and find you on social media and they have a look at your numbers. And if they don't have big numbers there, then they say, okay, so she's not that big or he's not that big. And then they kind of, it's a bit like a dating app. They swipe 
And this is true facts. I know this because I know where I started and I know where I am now. And now when I want to knock on the door of someone, I have a 99%, if not 100% hit rate on who I want to work with. And anybody can do that. You just have to grow. You just have to know how. And so what I would do is I would spend a lot of time opening up this dialogue through my story, through my DMs. You sell from the DMs. We can do six figures from the DMs in a week. It is so easy when you know how to sell. So you have your followers growing. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You grow it. You get it big. You look big. Now, all of a sudden, people are trusting you. Now, here's the thing to remember. Three things your client will look at. One, who are you associated with? And so the first thing they're going to do is have a look on your Instagram account. Who is he or she associated with? And if they are seeing, this happens all in the, in the subconscious, by the way, because they're already looking at the page. If they are seeing big names next to you. So I, when I look at the people I've worked with over the years, I've worked with some of the biggest names on this earth. I did not start there because I wasn't known once. You know, before I got here, I would do the struggle and the daily thing until I learned, okay, no, I need to invest in a mentor who's going to teach me Instagram. I need to invest in programs who's going to teach me this stuff. I have to invest in myself. And so the three things to remember are, one, who you're associated with. Two, where have you been seen? So they'll now look on, online on Google. Where is she seen? What press? Where is she in? Or where is he in? If you are suddenly on the top 20 list of the most influential people, or you're in the Forbes you know, list or something, and you're an entrepreneur, Yahoo Finance, all these spots, this is credibility. Now they trust you. And then the third thing they look for, the obvious one, the most important one, but you wouldn't believe it, it's not as important as the other two, but they look, what value are you offering? What are you offering? What are you actually doing in this world to help other people? And so those are the three things that I would say are crucial. And then you've got to know how to sell from the DMs. You've got to know how to sell from the story and make it a two-way dialogue. Anytime you have a look at my story, it's a two-way dialogue. Anytime. So give me an example. What does it mean that the story is a two-way dialogue? Because you're asking a question and they're clicking on a poll. They're giving feedback on one of the little like feedback boxes. So a two-way dialogue would be like a poll, like you said, or like okay. DM. And it's so fun. So you'll say something like, hey, I've got a really great idea about the little, uh, what do you guys think? So now you're doing your market research. Or you could do something like, we're hosting a retreat next month for 10 people only, interested, DM me. Or if you're interested, click yes or no. And then your yes list, you fire off a generic message to every single one of them. And you just say hi, or if it's high ticket, you'd go more personal and do a voice note. And then you just work it from there. Okay, but all of this is already assuming you've got a baseline. This is when you already have an audience. For people who don't, like you started, everyone starts with zero followers. Everyone, when you open a new account, it comes with no followers attached. It's not like, like there's no Instagram starter kit, you know, like five followers one. included. There is one. <laughs> I did something and you hear about this when I, when I go on Damon John's show, I bought an account. It already had followers. That's the trick. Hold on. You can buy someone else's account that comes with followers. Oh yeah. And they had the kinds of followers that you wanted. It's like buying a list. Yep. I did not even think about that. So you bought an account and how many followers did it come with? Mine only had like a hundred thousand. Oh, only. 
Okay, you have to tell us your paying price, although you can. What does a hundred thousand follower Instagram account go for? So I now have Instagram accounts that we sell, and you're looking at six figures, but you get a lot for that as well. You don't just get like, you know, the Instagram account, you get the engagement and you get all of the growth. When I bought mine, it was just the Instagram account that was six figures. Wow. Below six figures, if I'm honest, because we have a different currency. So, yeah. But it's about a dollar a person almost then. Yeah. You're looking at buying followers at like a dollar a follower. Yeah, completely. Uh-huh, that runs, a dollar a follower. You go for an an it's so cool, isn't it? You go for an active account. It's kind of like ads, I guess. No, it's the same idea. That's so interesting. So you start with it and you're looking for a specific type of follower base, right? So they'll give you profiles. The same way you can buy lists and saying, this is almost like the updated version of list buying, right? Once upon a time, people bought physical address lists, right? So mailing list or door-to-door lists, and there's phone number lists, and there were email lists. Now there's social media accounts, which is a, it's so much it's better than a list because it's preset interactive. But then you rebrand that account and people start seeing you. They're like, who is this? Why are they in my feed? I didn't follow them. You'd think that, but the attrition rate's about 30%, which is normal for Instagram. That's not bad. Yeah. 30% attrition rate. Look at that backwards. That's a 70% follow rate. No list has a 70% response rate. Exactly. Exactly. It's so much fun. That's genius. And you also, people don't always, they don't, they don't, you know, they don't really notice when you're in their feed, if it's similar to what was going on before, you'll just flow through. Um, and if it's not, then they'll probably just, choose to follow you it's like being in a relationship you just choose to recommit every single day i mean just recommit and so then you're just making sure that your content is working that it's working for this audience and it will keep growing from there right oh that is beautiful you just blew my mind i've yeah. never i don't know why it never occurred to me because i've heard so much about buying followers which is very often just a waste um you see these accounts i was just looking at so a client that I'm working with has like 7,000 followers, but she's getting like a hundred likes on majority of her posts, 100, 150, um, getting a couple hundred views on stories, like very nice percentage of people consistently engaging. And then she was showing me her competitor who you know has like 84,000 followers. She's like, I really feel like I need to do that. But her competitor with 84,000 followers is getting about 100, 150 likes. Same. Now, this is really interesting that you're saying this because what usually happens is, this is very true. If you're looking for influencer marketing, a lot of people go, oh, I'm just going to go big. I'm going to go for like the massive accounts. No, you can go for an account that's 20,000 following. Because totally, they, if they have a high engagement rate. Totally, they've got a niche following. They've been going for five years. They've got diehard fans. They've got 5,000 views on their story. Like, it's not really about numbers although to be fair like i have to say the doors that have opened for me having numbers have been exponential there is no way i would speak on the stages with you know the the people i work with and 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 i've worked with every thought leader on the sun the grand cardones the jesse itzlers the david johns the lewis howes you know the list is wild who i work with and, and have come on my show there is no way i would have got to this place and have the reputation as a mindset coach that i do in motivational speaker if i had a small following Right. So there are definite ups of it. It's a winner. It's an absolute winner. If if you don't do it, you're just 
depleting a certain area of your business. That's fine because you just don't you're understanding it, but you're just not allowing yourself to make the money that you could potentially make from that area. So you're just- right. I think to be fair, it's understanding what each asset gives you. Numbers don't necessarily give you engagement or sales, but they give you prestige. You know, like when I was in entrepreneur, um, I got contacted by Fortune 100 company. I was like, hello, that was cool, you know? Um, But so it's the prestige of it and the level of people that that prestige gives you but that doesn't translate into masses, right? I didn't, you know, people are like, oh, if you're in all these places, so you should have this many followers. It doesn't translate. And those numbers of followers don't translate to business, but they'll translate to certain levels of contact and certain circles that you can get into. So understanding what each element gives you, breaking it down really helps. Absolutely. Okay, so Instagram is your zone. Can I take us back even more than the five years ago? When did you start on Instagram? What was the beginning? What was the genesis of this? Because like, like, I love that your story, like, I love that it starts from five years ago and you got sick and you picked it up and like, you're super awesome. But if you let, I want to poke, I want to poke the part that came before. Like, where did this begin? Where did the love affair with Instagram begin? Did you didn't buy a $100,000 account the day you started Instagram? I had an Instagram account and I just didn't know. <laughs> use it I was like this isn't working this is so slow I was like this is so <laughs> and so I was doing influencing and I was having fun with it but it just was so slow I was like this is so difficult then I started going down the rabbit holes of Instagram I started studying it got myself a mentor I started researching and it was screaming at me to buy an account my mentor was like get an account don't play the slow game jump right in you're gonna make the money back I was like and I did you know you you can totally just indulge just have to so I I was just studying I was kind of studying life human behavior I was studying breathing courses I was getting qualified on meditation and breathing stuff I was just doing all the work I was spending hours every day on my craft and I was writing motivational tracks and writing things which would inspire people and writing it into documents I've got pages which are like this thick thousands of words and words and words and words and words just work because they always say whenever look back at the greatest minds of this earth the einsteins and da vinci's and all the incredible people who came before us they studied their craft they honed in on their craft at least three hours a day more they shut themselves off the world they secluded they went to one place and sat and worked and that is how you get to those high levels of success because you learn to monetize your craft. You focus on it. I love it. And you also have what I call like, uh, I don't have a good name for it, but it's basically like the, it's like the Instagram trifecta, if you will. It's like the perfect Instagram, the three things that can make you win, which is speaking, writing, and looks. Right. You guys can't see Natasha here, but you see her picture on the thing. She's beautiful, um, which really helps because Instagram is, I call it the coffee shop. So I explain social media as different parties. So Instagram's a coffee shop, pretty pictures on the wall. If you want to print it, frame it, hang it on your wall, don't post it. Um, and so it's the most aesthetic, it's the most visual platform. So when you have a good visual sense or a good visual look, and someone can get away with, even if they're not naturally, you know, aligning with our current Western or international or societal, whatever standards of beauty. But if they have that aesthetic sense, it'll work as well. People underestimate the writing skill on Instagram. 
writing is such a big deal, right? Because it is primarily visual, but if you're not a writer, it's not, not enough. And then that speaking and that interaction and that personality and that people thing, like this is the Instagram trifecta. Every big Instagram influencer that I've ever spoken to, they all have these three. It's those, because when you're missing one of them, it falls short, right? If you don't have the aesthetic sense, you don't quite get the platform. If you don't have that speaking, that interactive, that people sense. And again, even the Instagram introverts, like, yes, I see them, but they still have that people connecting speaking ability. And that writing is huge, huge. So, okay. No, it's, it's, it's definitely a tribe. Trifecta, did you say? I love that. Trifecta. It's because it's a three. So I'm big on three. I'm big on threes because three, so it's a Jewish concept also. There is in um Proverbs, I'm pretty sure it is, like the the thread of three doesn't break, right? The Hebrew is Kotam Shulash, take, right? So and there's like a whole there's like songs about it, you know, and there's so many different interpretations, and it's like not even gonna go into all of them, but that concept of a three, right? A table needs three legs. Right when you have a three, everything is more stable. Three is your stabilizer. So, so yeah, trifecta. Yeah, the, the trifecta. But you're right, and you need all three components. I mean, look, you. Do, I think you can you can do whatever you want on there if you've got a, a business or brand, as long as the page looks aesthetically appealing. You know exactly. It's just about how it comes across to people. Does it look really glossy? When you look at your favorite pages, I guarantee they're not just throwing up the spag bowl they ate last night and all the family that came to visit two weeks ago. They are keeping the content creation clean. The content is crystal clear. That is what they offer. Wow. If you're not selling, you're doing a disservice to your customer. If you are not putting it out there, you're only letting yourself down. You're letting your, your customer down as well. Your customer will only stop buying from you when you stop selling. I like that line. That's a cool line. I totally agree with all of that. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for part two going live Thursday. And of course, subscribe. You do not want to miss this. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours? Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair. What got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. So you got into Instagram, you have all of the natural abilities for it to be a super win. When did you get into all of the mindset and the meditation and all of that stuff? I was already into this from a young, young girl from like 15. In fact, before that, I just don't remember not being into it really. Really? Yeah, I studied it. Like I loved it. I had all the, I, I went all across the board, you know, 
I used to, I, I called Joel Osteen one of my first mentors. I, I'd watch him in the church even. I mean, I just would watch and see everything as, as oneness. I never thought something is different. I didn't let dogma or religion take over. I just watched and learned all around the spirituality world. And I loved it. And I started writing. And then the writing was translated into my Instagram because I would, instead of talking about the captions, oh, I'm wearing this dress today from this shop. I would write something that would help someone. So all you gotta do is focus on someone every day. And I did. I just started putting content up, which was actually about the captions. And I get more excited about what I was writing in the captions. And then I started writing and then it ended up being my book. And then the book ended up coming out, you know, and it, it goes on like that. But once you're in a flow, it just feels right. And I knew, I didn't know it was my calling, but I knew this was something that I needed to follow. I didn't know it was going to go on to serve 5 million people so far. I didn't know that, but it just felt right. And I, every caption, if you scroll down as far as you can go, you'll just see every caption is helping. Every caption is just all about something for someone, something that was on my heart, another tool that would work, another anxiety coping mechanism, another technique to draw them out of feeling stuck. And all of these things went into my MBS method, which was later created or nicknamed later. And now trading and serving a, a big community. I love, love it. So tell me what your advice would be for a small business owner, right? Um, Instagram's obviously been amazing for you. Um, and you layer it with all of this mindset, intentionality, and all these deeper concepts. If a small business owner came to you and they said, listen, you know, I am, these are my people, right? Okay. I have this dream website, freelance practice, talent certification, and I've got a couple of clients or I've got some business going and I want to grow. What should I do? Are you talking on, do you want to hear my, my answer for Instagram or everywhere? Everywhere. I want to hear your wisdom. Let's do this. Okay, so you've got a couple of clients you want to grow. First of all, you want to scale. So when you've got your message clear and you know exactly what value you're offering the world, you want to wake up every single day and the very first thing you want to think about is how can I serve my assignment today? How can I better serve my assignment for you, universe, today? What is my assignment for today? Please show me events, people, and opportunities around me that will take me closer to that goal. What am I offering my customers every single day? You want to be looking at, and that is what your Instagram post is, by the way. What am I offering my client? Am I helping them better their life? Am I helping them to be more like me? Am I helping them better their health? If you are helping someone better something about their life, then go ahead and post. That's fantastic. Or go ahead and put it out there to the world. Social media is just an enormous free platform to advertise it's yes it's a medium media is just short for medium right with our mediums of communication these are social mediums of communication that's all it is love that love that they are exactly you're right and so every day you watch love this and now you know your value now you know what you want to do good and then you want to scale it so you want to look at how can i scale it so if it's something that's involving you it's going to be very hard so you want to find a way of it not involving you. So I've got three passive streams of income. That's my next tip. Don't just rely on one. You need to build 
three things minimum. You want multiple streams of income. And that way you're making money while you sleep. You know, I've got programs which are courses online. I know this is your area, SD, of, of expertise, but I've got programs which are sell while I sleep. And that's the aim. You want to have people who are in love with what you're doing or learning about you and downloading while you sleep. And they just want to scale it. You want to start optimizing it. Get into affiliate marketing. Get into influencer marketing. Get into collaboration. The biggest one of all, collaboration. That's that I like a lot because online courses are not for everybody. Like I want to say that because it's one of the things I do, but I started and I still do one-on-one -on -one consulting and business development to this day. I also have staff. So my staff is working while I'm sleeping. Um, and I was speaking with someone recently who runs a, uh, I'm so big on my privacy clauses. <laughs> Let's say it's, it's a type of one-on-one -on -one business and uh, yeah, I don't have even a good way to blur this one. Um, uh, let's say it's like an accounting business. It's totally not, but let's say, right? So she has an accounting business and uh, she does regular bookkeeping services, but she has bookkeepers that work for her all over the world. And everyone's like, you have to have an online program, online program. And she calls me, she's like, in like a panic. She's like, Steve, I don't have passive income and I need to have an online program. And I need that. And I'm like, okay, breathe. Income is where you make money not hours for dollars. Sweetheart, does all your money come when you work? She's like, no. I'm like, then you have passive income. <laughs> Fantastic. That, that counts. So just like people get so panicked by these concepts and then locked into these boxes of everyone. Because now everyone and their brother, sister's dog walker's best friend has an online program that you should take that's going to change your life. Um, and it's beautiful. And I love the gift that people are giving the world, just the pressure and the need to conform is nuts. So, sorry, that was my soapbox. No, I have to say, I, I, you know, everybody is different and everybody has something completely unique to sell. Like, I'm, I don't understand e-com, you know, that's not my gig. Um, and I rate so many people who are doing that at such a high level. Um, and I just think, wow, the work that goes into that must be, but then they look at somebody else and, and say, well, you know, all the online courses must be like, you know, heavy. I do a lot of in-person um, high ticket sort of you know that that sort of thing retreats and masterminds and I, I personally coach a handful of people that it's like locked into a very few select few who are in there enjoy it but it's a uh, you know I never I I know I'm an entrepreneur but for me everything I do is just to serve the world I never think of myself as this businesswoman like I really I, it's an area I don't even you know I'm like I know I just do it naturally, but I don't want to ever anyone to think I'm some kind of fucking genius because I am, no, that, that is not what I am. I can tell you about mindset. I'm a genius there. I can tell you about how to better your life and bridge the gap between the life you're living now and the life you want to live. I can tell you about that. I can tell you about how to go deep in the subconscious mind using neuroscience. But it's funny because when you love what you do, it's You never work a day in your life. Oh, I was going to say you never work a day in your life, but it also sells. It's true because, and you know what now? So I've also been studying neurobiology, neuroscience, quantum physics, and all of that stuff. And so when you understand, when you love what you do, the energy you bring to it is part of what brings that flow. It's not, you know, the idea of when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Yes. When you love what you do, it sells. Yes. And part of that is because you're not doing it for the money. 
you allow the money to come to you. You're here in service, reward naturally comes. And in that state of joy, that extra money is going to bring you more joy. So you're a match. Money is just a byproduct of success. I always say to my clients, don't focus on the money. They're like, I want to manifest $10,000. I want to manifest a hundred thousand and pay off my debts and did a little, I'm like, no, focus on the business. You want to manifest this business. It's going to serve hundreds of thousands of people. And then you're going to make five times the amount of the debt you need to pay off. You, You want to focus on the bigger thing, the picture of why it helps you and others. If anything you want, doesn't serve at least two people external of you that higher intelligence is not going to bring that to you fast and if they do it'll be easy come easy go you want long-term fulfillment versus short-term gratification short-term gratification is so boring it's material it's this it's that and i've been there and it all comes crashing down eventually but whether or not you go through something you feel depressed lonely whatever it is it's not real. It's completely different. When you build a foundation based on compassion and joy and love, and you build a business around this, around helping people, serving them, the money flows. And it's amazing. Yes. And it's such a pleasure too. And I'm with you hundred percent. So, you know, you obviously have gotten to this incredible place and you're happy there, right? And, and we both know numerous millionaires and and multimillionaires and even billionaires um, recently become acquainted with who are miserable, right? And so to get to this place and be joyous in it and be satisfied in it is amazing. So I need to ask you, what is a current struggle where you're at? Well, um, a current struggle, I've learned, see, this is the thing. When a struggle comes up, I know how to get over it because I have tools. I know how to move out of it. So when a struggle came up around love recently, I went through a dramatic breakup, horrendous relationship. That was a big struggle. But instead of crying on the floor for months and just thinking I'm so shit, I'm not worthy anymore. You know, this is terrible for me. I picked myself up and I knew how to handle it. And I started to manifest the love of my life who I'm with now. But it was from that place that I knew to give gratitude and not to try and manifest. It was from that place that I knew every day when you're feeling bad is when you say thank you to God, to the universe. You just say thank you in that place of being down. And so if you're going through a struggle like I did, I mean, I've been through the worst struggles of five years ago. And I've had so many things happen since then. It didn't just all come clean. But when I go through it now, I I know what to do. I know how to apply my MBS method to go deeper, to erase the self-limiting belief. My MBS method is like, you know, when when you're doing meditation at a deeper level, breathing techniques and neuroscience and anchoring and reframing the subconscious mind, alter states of awareness, that's what it is. When you go deeper into this state using this method, you have the ability to erase the the main self-limiting belief that is actually blocking you from all the things you want to attract into your life. The only reason you're going through suffering is because you've got limiting beliefs somewhere that you aren't worthy of what you want to attract. I agree with that. What about in the business though? Meaning a business struggle because to scale from, okay, you're obviously not doing this as a one person operation at this point, right? Um, And in that growth and in the transitions and in trying to do things next, what are you currently dealing with there, if you're willing to share with us? 
Okay, so some of the struggles that I found in business was I would come with a product that I thought was really great. I thought like I'd got the best programs. I thought like something was really awesome, but that was my ego talking, thinking, oh, this is so dope. This is so brilliant. No, <laughs> what you need to do is go the opposite way and do your market research and see what your people like. What do they want? You just reverse engineer the whole thing. What does your audience want from you? How can you best serve them? And then you build the program around that. So that's why I've ended up doing so many programs I couldn't even believe I am doing. I didn't think I would have a, a social media marketing company that's, you know, worth what it is now and doing as well as it is now ever. I just assumed it would be all mindset, but it, here's what happens. They come into my world and as they come into my world, they learn their mindset. And then as they learn their mindset, get their head straight, get their mind in the right place, in an abundant mentality, in the right place, open, sort of that out. Then we get their message clear about what it is and who they are and what they want to offer to the world. And then I help them scale it on social media. So that business came because that was always being asked of me. People wanted to know, how do I go on next? So I struggled before this. You know, we, we always have struggles. There's always things that come up. They're not failures though, guys. They're just tries. That's it. They're just tries. Totally. And Everyone is just an experiment, right? I love the, the Thomas Edison quote. I forgot what it was. 10 million, 10 hundred thousand times make light bulb. 7,000. I don't remember, but it was a lot. You know, and every, every experiment is an investment in yourself. It is. And you're learning and in your process. And if you look at it, and I love this line from, uh, from Esther Hicks, which is, you can't get it wrong because it's never done. Since it's never done, it can never be wrong. If it looks wrong, it's just because it's not done. So everything you do is an opportunity for learning, right? And when you look at it that way, and again, that takes you into mindset. Because the mindset is, oh my gosh, I messed this up. Like I just had this the other day, you know? I was like, we were late. I was supposed to post something on Wednesday. I decided Wednesday was the right time to post that thing. And ended up being on Thursday, late in the day. It didn't do what it was. I was just like, and I caught myself. I'm like, why do I feel tired? I'm like, oh. Because my brain is being ridiculous. It's like, you were late, you were late, you were late. I'm like, shut, quiet in there. I was exactly on time for the lesson I needed to learn from this experience. That's all. I love the way you've put that. Do you know two of the most common things that we tell ourselves are, oh, you loser or you idiot. These are the two most common phrases that humanity says to itself. And it's so horrible. when we realize you would never do that. When I go deep with my clients and we talk to our inner child, just try for a minute imagining your younger version of you, this innocent, sweet six-year-old standing in front of you. It's just you as a younger child. Try and tell them you idiot. And when you're in a deeper state of awareness trying to say that, it's so emotional. You cry because you would never speak to somebody like that. But it's only when you're reversing it that you see this kind of thing. It's like with struggles and failures, you just have to be kind to yourself and say, that's okay for where I am right now. You know, I've done launches where we've invested six figures and not not made nothing back you know it's we this is what you do in business we've had months where i, I you know we, we've done it takes years to get an ad right by the way for anyone that's still thinking like oh you know I, it took me years to get my ads right yeah, so it takes 10 years to get your contract right i always say i shortcut you probably about seven of your 10 years on your contract. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I, I just, because you can get most of the moving parts are general if you've had the experience, but the specificity takes you 10 years. 
until you know all the, especially in the service-based business, right? All the ins and outs and all the things that are likely to come up, could come up in your business, in your industry. So when you cover a lot of industries, so you can shortcut most of that, but yeah, same for the ads. They're like, oh, I'll just, I'll just run, I'll just run some Facebook ads, Instagram ads, same thing. Like, I'll just, I'll just put that up there. Actually, that's a good idea, right? I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? To be honest, it's everything in business. It's look, entrepreneurship is not for the faint hearted. Don't even bother trying to be an entrepreneur if you have not got some backbone. And always leverage a business into another one. I use my first business to leverage myself into being able to do the next one. You just got to understand your finances, understand how they work, understand what's coming in, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, cut things back. You know, I lived like a pauper when I was when I was coming out of being broke because I was saving to build myself as this big entrepreneur. But you you have to put in, you have to live like a peasant and live in certain things you can't imagine you ever would to get to where you want to be. Yes, some, I'm going to qualify and say sometimes. So I don't disagree, but the piece is, and, and I love everything you're saying. And my concern is just because of who you are, that people will take it as, as inflexible, right? And then oh, they panic. Yeah. And so it's not, it's not an absolute, like it's true. It's true. It I think, I'm talking about for me, what happened right. to me. That's the truth of it is, uh, I, I'll tell you what I do believe, always living below your means. Whatever your means are, live below them. And most people do exactly the opposite. They live well above them. And the level of below that you're willing to live with will give you the cushion and the leverage and the cash flow to do bigger things. And if that's your goal, by all means. But the stress level of living at or beyond your means, which is what most humans do. I just, someone sent me an article, like, you know, how to get out of debt. And it was like, start saving, you know, $50 a month, you know, stop maxing out all your I'm like I don't even understand how this is an article it's like make sure there's at least a hundred dollars in your account so you're not maxing it out every time yes and also figure out how to get below your means and I remember being in the place where I could not for the life of me figure this out I remember sitting with a mentor of mine probably almost 15 years ago and being like you know and, and going through finances and her showing me how to do this and me being like, no, can't cut that out, can't cut that out, can't cut that out, can't cut that out. You know, and, and shifting that to, wait, it's not start at the top and what do I have to get rid of? It's start at what do I have, what fits in here, and then how do we build upon that? That is exactly it. Yes. You're but, but the, I love, oh. <laughs> I love what you're saying. I'll tell you what I love about what you're saying. Your, your passion in it um, is just amazing. And, uh, and what you've been able to build from that place is beautiful. So tell everyone a little bit more about MBS. Tell them where they can find you. So if you guys want to take your life to the next stage to get out of feeling stuck, get to a place where you are back in control. You've got the reins back on your life. You are ready to commit to yourself and go to the next place and understand why you're not manifesting everything you want because you've got limiting self-beliefs, which are just blocking you. Now, when you know how to get rid of those, you will then elevate and go to the heights you've never imagined. And everybody does once you know how. That's the main problem. Most people don't know how. So I created the method which helped me come out of all the pain and the being broke and struggling and 
just being in a very bad place, depressed and almost homeless and with the illness. And this method has helped thousands of people. The testimonies are incredible. People who have been on prescription drugs, people who have gone from 30K in debt, people who have gone for and, and out, people who've got lost their job, lost their family, and then suddenly got a job two weeks later, 3Xing it and paid off their debt and worked out their relationships. You can do anything with it, anything, because it's a method that applies to any area of life. So if you want to join it, you can come to my free program and learn all about how to do it. It's on my Instagram. Just tap it, enjoy. And I want to hear your success stories. I want to hear what happens. And if you want to take it a bit further, we host every Saturday a live meditational style session using the MBS method. Lots and lots of people there. And we all sit down. And I meditate. It's online, so you can keep your camera off. If you want to put it on and we sit and we go deeper and you erase that self-limiting belief that is blocking you from manifesting your desires in business, love, wherever you want to go. And it's powerful. So anyway, you can find me on Instagram, my name under Natasha Grano on Clubhouse, Natasha Grano. And I look forward to meeting some of you soon. I love that. So guys, we will put the link to Natasha's profile on Instagram, but she is definitely not hard to find. Uh, like me, she is hard to lose online. So just type her name in and you will find it. Um, but we'll put all those links in the show notes. Uh, Natasha, so one last question. Surprise, I didn't warn you about this, but I love quotes, my favorite things. And I love to ask people for a quote to send people on their way. Mm, okay. It does not have to be a favorite one of all time, but it can be. Okay. Uh, Napoleon Hill, 1937 book, Think and Grow Rich. What the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. I love that. I like that modification. I mean, he might've said mind, but I always have that quote as whatever man can conceive and believe he can achieve. Oh, and yes. I hadn't found a good way to make that non-gender specific. But the truth is, the, but the mind what the mind can, whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. This is, I love it. I love it. And I love how it so represents you. Your, that's my favorite part about the quote at the end. It just encapsulates the whole episode every single time. Absolutely. Because it all starts in the mind, everything, every business idea, us being here today, anything that we see around us started as a mere thought. And once you know that you can have, be, and do anything you want, you just have to know how. Then if you believe it, if you can see it in your mind, see it in your mind's eye, like a child, they imagine things, right? They imagine little fairies and they, their imaginations are wild. And being a mother, when I watch my son, it makes me learn, makes me know I could do anything I want to. I love that. Well, on that note, thank you so much for joining us. And to you listening, if you haven't subscribed yet, well, obviously, you want to make sure you've done that. Um, but share this episode, share the love, share the wisdom, share the incredible Instagram insights with someone who wants to understand how you turn social media followers into customers. And we will catch you next week. Natasha, Thanks. an honor. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdran.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?
If you enjoyed this episode of the Law of Attraction podcast, it would be amazing if you could follow on Spotify or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me and to all of us. You, the listener, are the only way that this podcast grows. And those small acts of kindness that you do to support, they go such a long way. It's the cycle of giving and receiving. And as you give, you receive. That is the law of attraction and action. Whether or not you believe in it or not, it is happening in your life. And I know you could be listening right now to literally thousands of other podcasts, but you've chosen to be here and listen to this, the Law of Attraction podcast with me, Natasha Graziano. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart to yours, I am so grateful to you. And I hope this has helped you. I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And I hope you go out into the world and attract the life you deserve because you can have, be, and do anything you want. You've simply got to start by believing. Believing in yourself, believing it is possible to attract anything you want into your life. And it all starts by taking action. And once you start taking inspired action by listening to a podcast like this every single week and learning from experts, you get into the mindset of that expert and myself while you're listening for the duration of this podcast. You get that chance to be almost one-to-one mentored by them for the duration of your listening. And that is the power of a podcast. So please do follow on Spotify, leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We are so grateful for you and we look forward to hearing from you and seeing you again later this week. Peace, love and gratitude for your day ahead.